This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder. Renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op, offering fuel, food, and drinks on Highway 13. Arcola Co-op, you're at home here. Today we hear about strong farm implement sales across Canada. Frost takes a toll on some alfalfa crops. The Canada Meat Council discusses the importance of a new international health ruling on Canadian beef. Real Agriculture talks about canola and frost damage. The Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture releases a report on frost damage. Regina Area Conservative MP Tom Lekiski is not running for re-election and highlights the elimination of the Canadian Wheat Board as an important moment during his time in office. There's criticism of a school billboard in Outlook that's taken a swipe at farming. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazink Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank 306-721-6667. Farm equipment sales have been strong in Canada following a good year for production and prices in 2020. While COVID-19 has helped to boost demand for grain, oil seeds and pulses, it did affect the ability to produce new equipment and parts. John Schmeiser is the CEO of the Western Equipment Dealers Association. We know that a lot of the components for farm equipment are manufactured in plants in northern Mexico. And even with the land border closure, there is very little difficulty for us in getting a completed tractor or combine across the U.S.-Mexico or the U.S.-Canada border. However, when it came to trying to get a part or a harness or an electrical component, we were facing a lot of unusual delays because of COVID-19. The wait times for dealers on parts tripled in some cases, and still today manufacturers have cut back production just solely because of availability issues on components. The supply chain remains under pressure to meet demand. But really the question remains, will the manufacturers be able to deliver all of the equipment that dealers have ordered or dealers have predicted that they will be able to sell. When we look at our early orders, this is one metric that we do track. And the early order period usually takes place between September and December. And all manufacturers reported a strong pre-sell period in late 2020. We have close to 60% of our dealers reporting that they have ordered more equipment for 2021 with 21% of dealers increasing orders by more than 10%. These numbers are the highest that we have seen in the past five years and you know very much so another healthy indicator of the industry. Schmeiser says total tractor sales in Canada rose 81 percent between March 2020 and March 2021. We're seeing substantial double-digit percentage growth in all categories. These numbers are unprecedented and surpass the largest numbers that we've ever had in percentage growth going back to 2007. 2008. These year-over-year growth numbers are phenomenal. And again, based on our dealer reports, we're forecasting that these numbers will continue to be strong 
for the remainder of the year. The demand for used equipment is on the rise, combines in particular. For the first time in nine years, we have used combines gaining value or seeing increased pricing based on the longer that they're sitting on a dealer's lot. And I'm sure that's that's not news that our customers like to hear, but I think it really speaks to the demand for used equipment that is out there in the marketplace. Used tractors were also good sellers at auctions. Recent moisture will help pasture growth, but frost last week did some damage to forages, especially alfalfa. Arnold Balicki is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association and farms north of Shellbrook. We can see the leaves are, are tipped to black now, so we know our production is going to be way down even though we received two plus inches of rain up here, but we're hoping that with this week's uh, prediction of, of higher temperatures that uh, things will actually start to grow and it's not going to be a, a really great crop, we know that, but we're looking forward to some real growth here. Are uh, cows uh, going on the pasture now? Uh, not up in, in our community pasture, they're not. We've got ours out in the pasture, a uh, part of our pasture, and but we're still feeding them every second day. There just isn't enough out there for them. Arnold Balicki is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and Co-op Hail Insurance. They've been there for farmers for over 75 years and they'll be there for you. The Canadian Meat Council welcomes a new international health ruling on Canadian beef exports. Canada has achieved negligible risk status for BSE a year after the federal government submitted a request for the designation. A director with the Canadian Meat Council, Kim O'Neill, says the designation is extremely important. It's a recognition by the OIE, which is the World Organization for Animal Health, uh, as Canada having negligible risk status for BSE, which is, which is a really huge step for us. We've been 18 years in the, in the penalty box, so to speak, uh, while a number of, well, a lot of our markets have opened up to some product. Um, most of them uh, have given us all the UTM, which is under 30 months of age and over 30 months of age product, but there's still a few that are holding out for that status. So it's going to mean a lot to our to our uh, our members and to the beef industry as a whole, so that we'll be able to get access to these these markets that are that are holding out. But it's funny that you mentioned you remembered when where you were when this happened, and I was uh, I was working at the Canadian Embassy in Mexico City, and I was the uh, I was the counselor for agriculture, and we were actually planning a, a a Canadian beef promotion that was going to go on the very next day. And uh, we had people from Canada Beef flying de- flying out that next morning uh, that were coming to do this this event. And I get this call that uh, we've got a case of BSE, and of course my heart just stopped. And uh, so that uh, that led into a, you know a flurry of, uh, of phone calls and activity and where you know what's this going to mean? Where where's it going to go? And we ended up deciding to do the uh, the event anyway as a show of you know, show the flag and show of confidence in our system and it turned out to be a successful event but that whole that whole news was overshadowing what was what was going on but uh but that's when the fun started now this is means that uh all these markets that have been holding out are uh, it's not going to happen overnight there will be some negotiations uh the u.s has had uh, had uh, negligible risk status 
for a number of years now, and they still don't have access to to a few markets. So it'll it'll take some negotiations, but this will give us put it in a put us in a better position to 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 negotiate and make those requests. So we're really pleased about it. It's it's really great. It was just over 18 years ago. Countries around the world, within a matter of hours, shut their borders to Canadian beef. It came as a result of a single domestic case of BSE found in a cow on a farm in northern Alberta. Over the next several months and years, as we learned more about this disease, many countries slowly began to accept more beef from Canada. The last reported domestic case of BSE in Canada was back in February 2015. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. I am in the field here today with Autumn Barnes, who's an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. How is it going today? It is going okay. We have moisture, so that's positive. Absolutely. Now, uh, the moisture is good, but uh, not unwelcomed. However, some cold came with it. Uh, across the prairies, there was there was some colder temperatures. So we're now starting to look at these canola plants that are just coming out of the ground and what sort of impacts does frost have on them? Do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, so I guess the first thing with frost is let's all just pump our brakes and try not to freak out about it. Um, there were some areas that hit minus three, minus four, uh, which can damage canola seedlings, but um, it's going to take a while for us to truly be able to assess that damage. So I think, um, you know, today is Friday the 21st. So there were a couple cold nights that we just had. So let's wait till next week to take a look at things. Um, if you, if there are some, some fields that got hit pretty hard that, that you do want to keep an eye on specific plants, you want to maybe make some guesses on what plants are going to live or die. You can either put pin flags next to them or put big washers over them so you can come back to those specific plants. But yeah, I mean, minus three, minus four is not a pleasant temperature for canola. But that said, it is a really hardy plant. And sometimes, you know, so that frost is going to cause or can cause um, some of the leaf tissue to sort of desiccate. It'll wilt and desiccate and dry off and, and the stem will look pinched. And, and sometimes if you give that plant time, it'll actually push some new growth out. So so the big thing with frost is just waiting, um, giving giving the, the crop time to push out new growth and then not being hasty to rush into any reseeding decisions. So if you're looking out in your field, is there a certain is there a certain leaf stage or or plant growth stage that you're kind of looking at that it, it will grow through and before that it might not? Yeah, I mean, if, if I guess like a, a frost at different times in the season are, is going to have a different effect, but most of the canola across the prairies would be just poking out of the ground or like this field we're in now is cotyledons with uh, mostly one leaf to cotyledon stage. So um, if this field had gotten hit by frost, they only got to about minus one. Um, yeah, I think it's at the end of the day, like if it were one leaf, if it were two leaf, or if it were just poking out of the ground, um, you know, really ideally, you know, the, the plants wouldn't have emerged yet and you could have just escaped the cold. But I mean, luckily there were a lot of areas, at least in Southern Alberta, that had that minus four that had about six inches of snow when that minus four happened. So 
It kind of depends. Frost is a really hard, hard issue to predict. It's a hard issue to, um, you know, to kind of make some guesses on emergence and, and what's going to survive. So. Now, is there any numbers when it comes to percentages? If you're walking through your field and, you know, you are waiting that year, week and you're walking through the field and you're going, ooh, it looks like there is not a lot that survived. Is there any sort of rule of thumb you guys have when it comes to reseeding? Yeah, so um, usually one or two plants per square foot can be enough to get that crop to harvest. Is it going to yield as nicely as a, plant, a stand that's five to eight? Probably not. Um, but that one to two plants per square foot, you know, it can be enough to, to, to scrounge out some yield and it can economically beat a reseed decision. So um, that's kind of what we're looking at. I mean, unfortunately, frost doesn't always affect, uh, you know, every part of the field uniformly. It'll tend to sort of move like water, right, and pool in the lower spots. And so you really have to kind of get an idea. You might have an area where there's, you know, big dead patches, lower spots, things like that. And you might have to manage those a little differently than the rest of the field. Um, as far as like it taking out a percentage of the plants, I mean, that's good information to note and to understand. But as far as, um, you know, if 50% of your plants die or something like that, it really depends on how many how many you started with in the first place. And is there a window, like like you said, pump the breaks, it's really important to just kind of wait right now. But is there a window like up to, you know, seven days or whatever that you won't see anything after that? Like that's as worse as it gets sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, usually after 10 days, you're probably like you're not going to get worse. Um, but really in that in that five to ten days is where you're going to start start making some decisions or start looking and seeing um, that's where you're going to get a lot of the desiccation this has been your real agriculture update you can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com it's your agri weather forecast on the source 620 ckrm the official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly cloudy sky, wind southwest 30, gusting to 50. The high today, 26 degrees. The low 9. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, the high 28, the low 13. Wednesday, sunny, the high 31, the low 15. Thursday, sunny, the high 35 degrees, the low 16. Friday, sunny, the high 31, the low 13. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 28, the low 11. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 23. Normal high for this date is 22, the normal low is 7. The sun rose at 4.53 this morning. It sets at exactly 9 o'clock tonight. And around the province, the hot spot up north at Nipawin, 26 degrees. The cold spot even further north, Collins Bay, at 5 degrees. On the roundup, Estevan is 23, Saskatoon almost 26, Swift Current 22, Weyburn and Yorkton both 24. Cloudy in Regina, 25 degrees, that's 77 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south, southwest, 25, gusting to 44. Humidity is 19%. The barometer dropping 101.9. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 25. Winds are from the southwest at 31, gusting to 42. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy. Scattered clouds, it's 25. That's 77 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. 
You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. A dispute settlement panel will examine China's decision to impose hefty tariffs on imports of Australian barley. The panel typically takes about six months, but its conclusions are subject to appeal. Australia says the tariffs were imposed as a result of political tensions between the two countries. Canada has benefited from the Chinese duties on Australian barley. Total barley exports were 3,530,000 tons during the first 42 weeks of the current marketing year. That's about double the volume from last year, with China accounting for the bulk of the trade. At this point, Agriculture Canada is forecasting a historically tight 500,000-ton stock carryover. Seeded barley area is higher in western Canada, but weather conditions through the growing season will determine if the supply situation remains tight. A new University of Saskatchewan study will track mineral distribution in plants. The research team, led by Dr. Brian Hamm, assistant professor in biology. Real-time imaging will be used to study how a live plant's vascular system distributes minerals under nutrient stress conditions. Information gathered will help plant breeders develop more efficient varieties that reduce costs for farmers and increase environmental sustainability. Some areas of the province can face the risk of frost into early June. The crops extension specialist in Humboldt, Michael Brown, says farmers should wait a minimum of 48 to 72 hours before checking for damage and regrowth. Recent rains have alleviated some worries about dry conditions, but with these rains brought cooler temperatures and a risk of frost. When it comes to risk of frost, there are some variables that can affect what type of damage will be seen. Crops growing in cool and cloudy weather can help accustom them to that cooler weather and harden them off, which can help them become more resilient to a frost. Wet soil can help buffer a frost as temperature will change slower in a moist soil compared to a dry soil, and dew and rain can also help buffer frost to a degree. The colder the air temperature and the longer it lasts will affect the amount and degree of damage seen on plants. Different crops will have different tolerances to frost damages. Spring cereals are quite tolerant to spring frost, handling temperatures as low as minus 6, as the growing point remains below the soil surface until the plant passes that 3-5 to five leaf stage. New leaf growth should appear within the next 2-3 to three days. Canola can survive a light frost that doesn't damage the growing point. The stage of the canola will play a factor. Cotyledon will be more susceptible than plants at the 3-4 to four leaf stage. Assess injury 3-5 to five days after the frost to check the growing point. If it's green, firm, and not pinched off, the plant will recover. Depending on environmental conditions, it may take up to 10 days to show regrowth from the growing point. Newly emerged flax is the most susceptible to frost, but can still tolerate temperatures around minus 3, and once it passes the 2-leaf stage and is hardened off, can tolerate temperatures as low as minus 8 for a short time. Peas and lentils have good frost tolerance, being able to withstand temperatures in the minus 4 to minus 6 range, and even if the frost kills the plant, it has the ability to regrow from one of the scale nodes, keeping in mind this will delay crop staging and maturity. For any crop, wait a minimum of 48 to 72 hours before checking for damage and regrowth. Frost damage isn't always immediately visible, and that time frame allows for some regrowth and a more accurate assessment can be made. If temperatures are cool, plant growth will slow down, and it will take longer to see regrowth. Keep in mind any other stresses your plants may be dealing with. Frost might not be the only thing having an effect on them. 
Other things like limited soil moisture or insect feeding damage might make them more susceptible to frost damage. If you have any questions about frost, contact the Agriculture Knowledge Centre at 1-866-457-2377 or your local Crops Extension Specialist. This has been Michael Brown, Crops Extension Specialist with Saskatchewan Agriculture in Humboldt. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Regina Area Conservative MP Tom Lekiski is retiring from politics. Lekiski, the MP for Moose Jaw Lake Centre Lanigan, says he will not run for office in the next federal election. Lekiski says one highlight of his political career is the elimination of the Canadian Wheat Board single desk marketing. That was probably one of the highlights that I will look back on in my career. I recall the, the day that we passed third reading to eliminate the Canadian Wheat Board, to give marketing freedom to grains and oral seeds producers across Canada. Well, that evening when we stood in the house and voted, I looked up in the gallery and there was probably 30 to 40 producers who flew to Ottawa at their own expense, who wanted to be in the gallery to literally watch the final vote that got rid of the wheat board. Some of these, some of these people, some of these producers had been fighting against the Canadian Wheat Board and fighting for marketing freedom almost all their adult lives. And when I looked up in the gallery and saw some of these, in some cases, very hardened, weather-beaten producers with tears in their eyes, finally realizing a lifelong dream, that they would finally get their marketing freedom that they fought so long and so hard for, that was a feeling that I've, I've never experienced before, but I'll never forget it. It was just an overwhelming feeling of pride and of fulfillment that we were finally able to deliver marketing freedom on behalf of our producers. And we had committed to that. I had committed to that personally. And to see it finally come to realization, well, that's, it was just, it was overwhelming. I, I still get choked up, frankly, a little bit when I think back. And that was many years ago, but it was something that I'll never, ever forget. Tom Lukiski is retiring from federal politics and will not run in the next federal election. A rural Saskatchewan school division apologized after a message was posted on a school billboard that criticized farming for being harmful to the environment. The message posted outside Outlook Elementary School last week on May 25th read, Farming affects oceans. Chemicals hurt habitats and species. They also decrease oxygen levels. The school board has since apologized and removed the message. There was a flurry of comments on social media. The sign was changed to a quote George Washington said that agriculture was the most useful and noble employment of man. Robert Sake is a well-known agriculture speaker and entrepreneur in Red Deer, Alberta. He's saddened by the disconnect between those who are farming and those who aren't. He points out farms sequester carbon and crops improve oxygen. He says the science of farming has changed significantly in the past 20 years. And I think this is a wake-up call uh, to the agriculture community that we simply must get involved. We must roll up our sleeves. And uh, if I can make my book available to, uh, to high schools or to the teachers at schools, I will. And we need to get uh, an alternate message out there, one that's beyond ideology uh, that, that basically tells the world that farming is bad. Well, without farming, you would be cold 
and you'd be hungry and you'd be clo- you'd be naked. So <laughs> last time I looked, we, we want to be fed and warm and, uh, and clothed. And agriculture does all that, but doesn't get much credit for the, for the good that we do. One of the many things Rob has done in recent years to promote agriculture is to write a book entitled Food 5.0, How We Feed the Future. That's Rob's sake in Red Deer. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more. Visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell 570 at $680.07. Number one red spring wheat dropped 531 at 298.16. The rest were unchanged. Durham 290.27. Feed barley 282.68. Flax 712.63. Lentils $770.50. Oats 209.53. Yellow peas 374.52. Feed wheat, 238.84. U.S. markets are closed today. On Friday, Minneapolis spring wheat closed up 10.5 cents at 7.27.5 cent a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Very active cow sale here in our cow cow sale on Tuesday. The cows average a dollar a pound straight through, and every cow in the sale, a lot of good solid cows, very uh, steady in that dollar four to a dollar six range, and the stars bringing up a dollar eleven twelve. The bull market tops at a buck and a quarter. Uh, a lot of good bulls in that dollar five dollar ten range. Thursday, cow-calf pair sale, and man, did the rain ever make quite a difference on demand. We had several people from Alberta in bidding and buying the cows, uh, kind of scattering out around Saskatchewan. They top at $26.50. Uh, we did have no uh, legitimate uh, dispersal cows in that run, uh, so very, very active. Uh, it averages 21 and change straight through on every cow in that sale. Certainly nice to see uh uh, a lot of aggression in some people taking up into the replacement cow-calf pairs. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 235 to 259 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 head, selling in a range of 238 to 259 per CKG. One hundred index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, May 29th are Oli West 2020 contract 242.30, Oli West 2021 contract 245.40, Maple Leaf Sig 4 233.70, Hams Cash 231.70, Thunder Creek Brico 232.32, High Life Cash 249.54, and High Life Contract. $255.47 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contracting is closed today. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down 9 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2086. 
The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 82.78 cents U.S. U.S. markets are closed today, Monday, May 31st, for Memorial Day in the USA. The SAMS Marketing Services for Contracting is closed, and the hog margin outlook and opening prices will subsequently not be published. Normal business resumes on Tuesday, June 1st. Our main office is open as normal today. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report brought to you by the Prairie Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg, and SMHI. Farmers, get your hail insurance coverage with Municipal Hail at an RM office or direct online. Farmers Insuring Farmers, municipalhail.ca. The Saskatchewan Targeted Mineral Exploration Program reached an all-time high in the past year, attracting $9.8 million of investment. There were 113 new drill holes for base and precious metals. The incentive program supported significant exploration for gold, in particular in Saskatchewan. Last year, overall exploration expenditures for gold were $14.4 million, double the level in 2017. The price of gold has jumped more than 55% over the last five years. Energy and Resources Minister Bronwyn Eyre says the growing number of exploration companies taking part in the program is creating jobs and diversifying the mining sector. A total of 12 companies took part in the incentive program last year, more than double the number in 2019 with drill programs for gold, silver, copper, nickel, cobalt, zinc and platinum. The Fraser Annual Survey ranks Saskatchewan as the top-rated jurisdiction in Canada for attractiveness and third in the world for mining investment. The program introduced in 2018 provides a 25% rebate up to a maximum of $50,000 a year to encourage drilling activity in a defined region of the province. On the markets, the TSX is down 61 points at 19,790. The Dow has gained 64 points at 34,529. Oil is up 59 cents at 66.91 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 7 hundredths of a cent at 82.86 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.